0: This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. G'day, I'm Kate Stevenson, which means you must be listening to the podcast version of Relish. That's a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. So it means it's time to talk again about some of the things we relish. I wonder what it is this week. Well, as Melbourne attempted a COVID normal summer, none were more excited than the great team at Pure South, whose wholly Tasmanian menu and stunning riverside location lure plenty of visitors. But as the new year approached, a major leak from the hotel above them meant two months out of action, which of course was beyond devastating. But they're back. I'll chat to co-owner Philip Kennedy about what we can expect from Pure South and all that beautiful produce from the Apple Isle. Also, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Tom Serafian is just about everywhere in Melbourne from short-term residencies. To our grocery shelves, this Middle Eastern master and king of hummus has a loyal following in this town and now here's your chance to taste his vibrant food. He's taking over the kitchen for two big weeks at Cumulus Inc this March. I'll find out what we can expect. And, of course, there'll be plenty of food news, drinking tips and things to do this week in food. All that still to come thanks to Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP. At Easy Music, 3MP. You can relax with all your favorites.
1: My love has come along easy and relaxing favorites. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses?
0: 1377 a.m. and Stereo DAB melbourne's easy music 3mp easy music 3mp you're listening to relish and as if the last couple of years haven't been tough enough just as pure south dining prepared to embrace a 2022 summer feeding the masses beautiful tasmanian produce on the yarra a major leak from the building above their iconic restaurant pulled their entire trade to a screeching halt well nearly two full months later they have reopened and i assume a very happy co-owner philip kennedy joins me now philip good morning
2: Hello, Kate. How are you?
0: Very well. Now, you couldn't even script that one. Looking back anyway, heading into 2022, how were the last couple of years for you guys?
2: Um, Brutal. Really, really hard. Um, Like for lots of people, probably were... Some people, it seems anecdotally, might have been in the fast lane, but I don't think that's too many. I think most people have been struggling along with something in their life. Um, We were broken down on the side of the road, though.
0: Yeah. And so I guess, you know, well, what we were expecting to be COVID normal wasn't quite with Omicron. But I know you will have had a terrific event event planned for New Year's. You will have been planning ahead for a summer of people at least getting getting back out and about. So what happened?
2: It seems as though it's a bit of a long term problem with a, a small problem that was never really addressed uh, they thought they'd knocked out a blocked pipe above us. What they'd done in the middle of the night, they're plumbers in the hotel, which is a lot bigger than us. There's 20 stores stories above us. Um, they have a grease waste trap and they smashed the pipe and emptied it all into our ceiling. And that finds its way into wall cavities. And I guess the only positive was it was at the back of house rather than the front of the restaurant. So the restaurant that you would see wasn't affected at all, it was sort of dry store and kitchen, but after, after making an enormous mess on the first floor, it found its way through a, a wall cavity into penetrations down to the ground floor and did the same thing again. It
0: wasn't fun. No, no doubt. And, I mean, that's devastating. I guess the saving grace post your beautiful renovations there, if it was back of house at least, that gorgeous sort of dining space downstairs and upstairs, you know, was untouched. What what did it mean for you? I mean, how much work had to be done? I'm, I, I think I'm right in saying it, it must be nearly two months it's taken.
2: Yes, it has. It's taken, to, it's taken eight weeks. We've just opened on the Thursday. We're away again. Uh, Finally, it seems like forever, it's surreal. Um, It meant plaster was pulled out, so it was all the trades. Paint sparkies, plasterers, plumbers, bathrooms came out completely. The dry store and some back of house, kitchen preparation areas were completely excavated and rebuilt. Um, None of the restaurant at all front of house on either level was touched at all. The main cooking pass areas, they weren't touched at all. It was all really back of house, not front. It just meant that we were crippled. We um, couldn't operate at all.
0: Oh, Philip, that is devastating. Um, Enough of the doom and gloom. Will you stick around and share a bit of what we do have to look forward from Pure South in in 22?
2: That'd be great. Great. Thanks, (laughs) Philip.
0: I think it's a good idea. Philip Kennedy, co-owner of Pure South, will be back after these Easy Music favourites on Easy Music 3MP. This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. Easy Music 3MP, I'm Kate Stevenson, you're listening to Relish and my guest is Philip Kennedy. He's co-owner of Pure South Dining and Pure South Kitchen, which had a very unexpected closure over the last couple of months. But, Philip, you're well and truly back open again now and you are proffering up the best the beautiful state of Tasmania has to offer. I'm just back from a holiday to Tassie and I believe you've just returned too. what Gorgeous produce can we expect on the menu as we close out summer?
2: I've been on King Island and I've been north and south. I've just had to postpone a couple of staff trips due to a couple of illnesses, which was really sad. Yeah. hoped to get about um, 15 to 20 of our key staff and longer-serving staff down there, and we didn't make it. So we're rebooking for... Well, after Anzac Day, we'll get them all down there again. Um, I think it's a real big part of the story that you focus on some others when we've had such a tough time there. Our suppliers in Tassie have had a really tough time. The farms on King Island have had a really tough time. Just their whole community has. They've been isolated. Um, I know everybody has, but their isolation's sort of triple compounded, if you like. Um, it's so many funny stories getting down there that the focus goes off how hard it's been for us a little bit. Really, everyone's had a tough time. My most interesting one was. Craig Lockwood is my uh, oyster supplier from St. Helens. He sends us boxes of his brilliant oysters. He got knocked about by the tsunami, would you believe?
0: What do you mean?
2: Well, that's what I said. I just couldn't believe it. He said it changed the it changed the acid levels and the oxygen levels in the bay at St. Helens, and you know he lost a lot of oysters. It went all the way down to um, the south of Tassie. I just couldn't believe it, that they were suffering again and again and again, so many... Dumb things have happened you know they're mostly food service the best suppliers typically go to the best restaurants yeah. and they go broader than that of course but we find little brilliant suppliers and while restaurants are closed their businesses suffer really badly so it just keeps getting knocked down the line everyone's had a tough time so it'd be great It was great to see a couple of them can't wait to get down there again and introduce the staff to them again and i can't wait to put all that produce back on the menu
0: And it is an amazing investment by you too because people who come and dine with you may not necessarily know that that's something that you do, but it it is important to you to get your staff who were there serving up that brilliant food actually down there to see where it comes from and what goes into getting it to you. Uh,
2: Absolutely, and that also has been seriously affected. I've um, I've sneaked down a couple of times in between breaks, but we haven't had a staff trip for two years because it's just almost been... Impossible. So really looking forward to doing that in the next, you know, I, I don't know, maybe six to eight weeks, we'll get a fair bit of that done. And the staff just, their, their attitude to what we put on the plate and what we serve to people in the restaurant changes completely. Everybody gets, I don't know, warm and fuzzies and a little bit of a tingle up the spine about the quality of the product that hits the plate. Once they know the farmer and they've heard their story and see how much our oh, love they put into it. I've, I've had, I've, I've had examples of once I walked into a kitchen here and I had uh, Chef Lauren, he was a really good fella who was with us. He's a Kiwi fella yep. uh, and a ripper. And I said, how are you today, mate? And he said, oh, I, I can't even explain how great I am today. I've just had these two deliveries come in. They get flown over by Taz small plane to get to us. He said, having been on the farm a month ago and knowing whose handwriting oh. that is on the box as it comes into the kitchen, That changes everything for me and I really feel great about what I do and what I'm cooking and my job.
0: Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. And it's worth reminding people, you know, since you guys did those brilliant renovations, that you do have that great casual dining option downstairs at Pure South Kitchen, or you can head up for, you know, a nice night out, Pure South Dining upstairs, where, you know, when you speak about that, someone doing the chef's menu up there, you can order a la carte, but you do that chef's menu where that chef takes you on a tour of Tasmania, it's the Tasmania they've seen.
2: Yeah, we're still doing exactly that. People love it. It's it's an absolute choice, whether you're in a la carte or whether you choose the chef's tour of Tassie. Um, we went from 20% of people choosing that to about 80 yeah. on a Friday and a Saturday night.
0: Yeah, it's a brilliant option. Philip Kennedy, co-owner of Pure South. I will need to wrap, but I am so happy you guys are back open and I implore people to get in and try your stunning Tasmanian produce. We'll send everyone to puresouth.com.au. Thank you for joining me.
2: I really appreciate that, Kate, and all of us here do. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. Don't go away. Coming up from Tasmania to the Middle East, well, the Middle East via Flinders Lane, one very popular chef is popping up at Cumulus Inc soon, and I'll tell you who, you're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel, thanks to Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music, 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up. DAB Plus is the innovation to your favourite station, Easy Music 3MP, where the music is nearer and clearer in stereo right across Melbourne. There is more 3MP to love by upgrading your radio to DAB Plus. Change the way you listen to 3MP. There is more to love on DAB Plus find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy music 3MP, this is Relish. Well, unfortunately, we don't have time to go through my next guest's entire resume. In short, he's worked at renowned restaurants overseas. He ran the kitchen at iconic local Middle Eastern restaurant Rumi, won acclaim at the much-loved Bar Saracen, and during his time at Little Andorra, he is the Hummus King of Melbourne, and he's now popping up for a limited two-week residency at Cumulus Inc. He joins me now, Tom Serafian. Good morning.
1: Hi, Kate. How are you? Good. Holy moly, did I get most of it? Yeah, yeah, I think you nailed it, pretty much. I mean, yeah, a good chunk of it anyway.
0: We'll launch into you popping up at Cumulus. How much fun yeah. is it just taking over a kitchen like that and running amok, doing what, what you'd love to do?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited to get back to the city um, and get, get get up there and cook. Uh, it's been a while, you know. I've been, I've been cooking every day since Sarah's have um, but I've been missing cooking in the city. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting back into it.
0: And it's interesting, it's only a fortnight, so for people who love your food and there are plenty of people who do follow you around town, um, what's the plan? If they get in sort of one of those days over the fortnight, what can they expect?
1: Yeah, look, it's going to be a, a really beautiful selection of um, of meze to start with, um, you know, probably six to eight dishes. Um, and then there'll be a section of the menu which will be all cooked over charcoal, um, which is kind of like a, a main course of the hot meze selection. um. You know, now it's kind of my favorite time to cook this time of year. Like we're about to enter harvest seasons or the late season, beautiful spring vegetables and fruits um, and early autumn things like, you know, lots of peppers and tomatoes, zucchini, eggplants, um, and things that, you know, really lend themselves really well to that style of food. um, Smoke and spice and lots of herbs and things like that. So, yeah. um, And we'll probably wrap it up with a couple of my favorite uh, desserts um, from, from Saracen days as well.
0: And it was always a little bit of a struggle I found and I was quite surprised getting somewhere that you could go for Sunday lunch in the city and that's probably even harder now. But you are doing a couple of special Sunday lunches, aren't you? What are the headlines?
1: Yeah, exactly. So the first Sunday um, is going to feature one of my all-time favourite dishes, which is fish butter. Uh, it's a lebanese dish um, many many different layers to it um you know with barbecued rainbow trout on the bottom some melting chickpeas tahini mixed with homemade yogurt um, and it's all topped off with cinnamon and a caramelized butter with fried pine nuts almonds walnuts through there it's a pretty pretty um epic show-stopping dish uh, and that's only going to be available for that first sunday lunch as part of the set menu and then for the second sunday um, the only thing probably that I cook that's a bit grander than the fate is a di- dish called duck fesunjun, which is a Persian dish of duck that's broken down into many parts. We use the whole bird to create a beautiful sauce rich with pomegranate, molasses and walnuts. Um, and then we barbecue the breast of the duck over the charcoal. So it's nice and pink, uh, slice that and put it on top of the sauce with the comfy, crispy skin leg next to it as well. Um, and that gets served with some Persian uh, saffron rice, um, and a beautiful salad next to it. Which, so that, that'll be the main courses, the fatté and the sesinjun, um for the whole set menu on both those Sunday lunches.
0: Oh, see, Tom, that second one, that duck is insane. That's on the 13th of March. <laughs> uh, now, very yeah. quickly, you are the king of hummus. We know that. Am I right in thinking <laughs> that if people pop in, there might be an opportunity to taste a new product from yourself?
1: Yeah, look, there'll definitely be hummus. There'll definitely be lots of tom. Uh, harissa is going to be my third product, which I'm pretty excited to launch uh, late March. I'm just waiting on the um, the farms that they're almost ready with the peppers and the chilies for the harissa. Yeah. Um, so we'll, be, we'll definitely be on the menu at Cumulus um, in one or two dishes, and might even get a sneak peek of something that's pretty close to a baba ganoush as well.
0: Oh, you absolute legend. Tom Serafian, thank you. This is a gorgeous excuse for people to get back into the city the first fortnight in March. We will encourage people to head to cumulusinc.com.au to book their dinner Wednesday to uh, Saturday or their Sunday lunch. Thank you for joining me today.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Kate.
0: Thanks, Tom. Head to seraphion.com.au too for a full list of stockists if you just want to have a taste of Tom's stunning hummus. Stick around, though. This Week in Food is next with some more ideas on where to head to eat and drink this week. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. On Easy Music. Three MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. your Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and of course it's that time of the show I share a little bit of food news and some drinking and dining tips this week in food. Well it feels like we must be back on track because so many of our festivals are too. Last week I mentioned the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival was back. And one to put on your list, particularly if you're already heading down to the Mornington Peninsula for the March long weekend, is the Peninsula Pinos and Piers Festival. Taking place on Sunday the 13th of March, it'll be held on the Flinders foreshore just next to the iconic pier. And 50 bucks will get you a Rydell tasting glass, tastings of over 60 local wines, live music and a great range of local food to purchase. For more info, you can head to morningtonpeninsulawine.com.au. And while we're on a festival roll, how about the High Country Hop in beautiful Beechworth, the brainchild of local brewery Bridge Road Brewers? This year they'll be joined by special guests, some Kiwis, the Garage Project, and Katoomba's Mountain Culture, plus a host of Victorian brewing legends. It's all happening on Saturday the 2nd of April, and a $69 ticket will get you a festival glass, four tasting tokens, and there'll be plenty of bands on stage. There'll be talk and taste events, an opportunity to chat and learn from brewers, growers, industry types. For a bit more info, you can head to thehighcountryhop.com.au. And if not a trip away for a festival, how about arming yourself with some new skills? What is it they say? Teach a man to fish? Well, That's Amore Cheese have just announced their first two hands-on classes for 2022, and they'll make sure you can eat pasta or cheese for a lifetime. First up, March 26th, it's a tortelloni and ravioli class with Gianna Donini, head pasta maker from the iconic Donini's in Carlton. You can learn how to make tagliatelle, spinach and ricotta tortelloni, and pumpkin ravioli, then head home and wow your loved ones. Also on the 9th of April, they'll do a beginner's cheese making class. So that's a four-hour interactive workshop where you really will learn how to make Italian-style cheese from milk all the way to the finished product. If you want some more information, you can head to the events and classes page at that'samoracheese.com.au. And finally, the buzz from Elstonwick's copycat has been pretty big. So if you haven't managed to get Bayside for dinner to check it out, the good news is they're going to open for lunch now, Fridays to Sundays. So with a stunning dining room, an intimate bar and a semi-private lounge, there are plenty of options depending on your mood. And at lunch on the new menu, you can expect starters like Spanish octopus with romesco and guindilla peppers or maybe a mane of crispy pork belly, celeriac puree, pickled apple, and pomegranate molasses. You can check out the full menu at copycatelstonwick.com.au. And that's it for this week. Don't be shy. I'd love to hear from you. Relish at 3mp.com.au. But that's it. Thank you for joining me on the Relish podcast. Thanks to Armstrong Green, the destination of a lifelong holiday. You can tune in live next Saturday at 8am. Look out for the next podcast at the 3MP website or just download the 3MP app. That easy. Easy music, 3MP.